Hello, sunshine. How are you? I hope you've had a great week. Um, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. And I think for this week's episode, we're going to dive into expectations and the trickiness of setting them, having them, and God exceeding them. So sit back, relax, and let's get into the episode. Picture this, you're at a five-star restaurant. You've gotten your drink, You've the atmosphere is fantastic, they have music, you look at the menu, you see something that you like, and now your mouth is set for this five-star restaurant's m- meal of the night, like whatever their chef has picked for like the special meal of that night. Your mouth is sitting, let's say it's steak. Let's say it's a nice steak, like a medium rare filet mignon with some seasoned um, sautéed beans and like some type of ragu. You know, we're going to go there. We're going to I want you to get your mouth set for this. You've ordered it. And they bring you chicken nuggets. Would you fight them? Because I would fight them because my expectation was a medium rare filet mignon with my steamed beans and some ragu and some other things like not no dino nuggies you do realize we're the five-star restaurant we have these things that we come up with in our mind and then we decide, oh, I don't really think I can do that. I'm just going to give you this because this is easy. It's quick. You'll still, you'll still eat, but it's not. I don't have to live up to your expectation of a filet mignon. We do that in life a lot. And I know like for me, even with doing this podcast with, my job like I know in my mind I can do it but I still have that voice in the back of my head that says give them chicken nuggets they'll never know the difference you're gonna know the difference you you know the potential you have in you and so I'm sorry that I started this off that way but that is the first thing that came to my mind when I thought about like setting expectations and then what happens when we don't either live up to them or we decide that we can't live up to them when we can it's all in the mind so the story that I thought about was um two different ones. I thought about Hannah when she prayed for her son because she wanted to have a child and her husband's other wife kept picking on her because she couldn't have a child. And so instead of getting back at her, she went to God about it. She was like, God, I want the same things that she has, but I want them for me. And in return, I will turn them back over to you. And so that's what she did. 
she set an expectation for God to come in and work it out on her behalf, but she was willing to submit what he worked out back to him to give him glory for it. And then the other one is Elisha and the widow woman and her son when she was going to make some bread and just die um and he said it go on with your plans but before you uh do make me a small piece as well and in her obedience god was able to step in on her behalf and create a way for her to pay off all her debts from her deceased husband and be able to live and i think in life we want things or we've given up on things when reality is God is just waiting for us to really um, submit to him what it is that we want. Mike, I know one area he's working with me specifically is in relationships as a whole. Um, I know for the longest, I just let anyone into my space, but then I was just getting anyone's results. I wasn't getting like God results or the results that I wanted out of the relationships. They were very much one-sided. I was always trying to live up to their expectations of what a friend should be, but I wouldn't make them live up to the expectations that I wanted my friends to have. And, or I wouldn't let them go because I didn't want to be alone. And as I've gotten older and with my working and, different types of careers I've learned that I am just as valuable as the people that I allow in my life therefore I have to treat myself as such and so I got really particular about I love everyone with the love of God but I cannot let everyone into my space because not everyone is there to cultivate it the way that it needs to be and I'm not that for everybody too and that is okay it is okay if you are not the person for everybody because not everybody is the person for you. This is a two-way street. The other aspect of that is because I didn't really care about who I let in my space friendship-wise, I really didn't care about who I let into my space romantically. And thank God for deliverance in that because I let myself get into a lot of mess chasing validation. Yeah, we want to talk about that, how when we feel like we're lacking something, we will sacrifice almost anything to be accepted by just anything. Like, baby, that is, it's a Prius, and it's not even a good Prius. Like, you at least deserve a good car. That's probably a bad explanation or a bad example. It's the chicken nuggets when you deserve the filet mignon. We're going to go back to that one. That's where we are. We deserve filet mignon, but we also have to put in the work to get it to where we want it to be. I know me. I like my steaks medium rare because, you know, my teeth cannot take anything tougher than that. I have to be mindful of what I eat because I know the sensitivities that I have. I can't just let anybody into my space because I can't just keep all of people's issues, their shortcomings. If it's not something that God has placed me in their life to not really fix, 
but to help them work through, then I don't need, they don't need to be in my space. I don't need to be in theirs. But another area, like I was saying, is my romantic relationships. So I've been single for, we gonna say about five years. I think it may be longer than that. Honestly, I don't remember. I try to forget those because they all were just bad. That's neither here nor there. But with those, as I go back and I think over, I was just searching for love in the wrong place. And I didn't have an expectation for the people who I was in a relationship, who I was messing with, all of that. And so... Once I rededicated my life to God and I really like wanted to have a relationship that reflects him, he started to put in little things like, you sure you don't want to keep this as an expectation? You sure you don't want that as a standard? Like, I know what you could become and I know what I need to put into your life, but I need you to know what you could become and what you need in your life. And so I remember I was in New York. I was on the dating apps, 10 out of 10, don't recommend them. And this guy messaged and he said, what are you expecting um, out of being on here? And I told him straight up, at first, I'm just looking for friendship, which is true. I had just moved to New York, you know, fly life. I'm gone in and out. And if somebody wants to pursue a romantic relationship with me I need open communication and understanding due to my job and the fact that I do overthink a lot and I explained to him like yeah there are days where I'm gonna be off and I may not want to hang out because I've been flying all week or there are days where I'm on call and we're hanging out and I may have to leave early because I got a trip and I need full understanding that my job is very flexible but also, when it needs me, I have to go. And that shocked him. Because he didn't have expectations for being on the app. He was only asking because he wanted to be sure I, quote unquote, wasn't playing games. And I asked him, why would you think that automatically someone's playing games and it's because he had the expectation that the women on the apps were only there to you know, get what they want and keep going, play games. They weren't really serious. I was like, well, when that's your expectation, that's all you're going to get. My expectation is I want a friendship. If it grows from there, perfect. If it doesn't, perfect. But in that, I want open communication and I want understanding because it's something that I'm working myself. And so, you know, he was shook. I was shook because he had the audacity to ask me a question when he couldn't even live up to the question he was asking. Is that a word? Can I get it? Amen. But in that, the real word in that is that expect what you are expecting. Like, if you are expecting X, Y, Z, don't be shocked when X, Y, and Z happens, especially if it's in a negative way. In life, when we have expectations, like I have an expectation of being debt free, I have to work towards that. And I won't be shocked when I show up debt free because it's going to happen. Mark my words, it will happen. 
if I have an expectation for my future friendships and relationships to be growing ground for everyone involved, I'm not going to be shocked when I see things growing in each and every one of us because we put the time in with each other to allow them to grow. If I'm expecting a filet mignon from a restaurant, I ain't going to be shocked when I get a filet mignon at that restaurant. I will be shocked if you show up with some dino nuggies and a french fry. Granted, I like that when I'm at home and I'm chilling, but not when I'm dressed and ready for a specific atmosphere and experience. And I think that's the main thing that I want like stick to when it comes to like this specific episode is that when you have a goal and you have an expectation for that goal prepare yourself for when it comes because like I said if you're going to that five-star restaurant but you're dressed in jeans and you're just kind of like haphazardly there of course they're gonna look at you like are you sure this is what you want and maybe that's what happened the chef could have seen you and been like oh they are quite literally in sweats and a hoodie they're getting chicken nuggets which I mean that is wrong not even gonna lie you should get what you paid for but If you are dressed to the nines, evening gown, hair done, makeup snatched, like you look like you're somebody, that is, you set yourself up for what you are going to receive. And I think that's the main thing that, you know, I am learning for myself is that I have to set myself up for what I want to receive in this life and I have to have an expectation that it's going to come to pass and so with that I think we're going to go ahead and end our episode here I'm sorry if it sounded like I was rambling I'm sorry that I was stuck on food majority of this but I will preach to you about a cheesecake and a steak and a pound cake and a heartbeat but that we're not going to do that on this episode, but I do love you guys. And I do hope to see you again soon on our next episode. Until then, let's go ahead and pray out. So I hope that this episode blessed you the way it blessed me because when I sit back and think about the times that I had little to no expectations, God has always exceeded them just like he did the widow and her son. And so I pray that as you go throughout your week, you ask God to reveal to you where you've had little to no expectation and to show you exactly how to rebuild the expectations that you do have and to allow yourself the capacity to have more expectations for God to show up in your life. I can't wait to see you again here soon on our next episode. And until then, let us pray. Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you for who you are and who you allow us to be, Lord God. I ask that as we go throughout this week, you start to open our eyes and show us where we should have more expectation for you to show up for us, Lord God. I ask that you cover and keep us. And until we see each other again, we love you. We praise you. It's in your son's name I do pray. Amen. And I can't wait to see you guys here again next week.